Good morning, my lovelies. I hope you had a most wonderful couple of weeks, a most wonderful weekend, and I wish you a very, very, very blessed week ahead. I am coming to you from Black Girl Magic Bliss. (laughs) You know I love this room. I love this room. Uh, She just screams vibes to me. Yes, she has a gender too, (laughs) apparently. Just screams vibes to me. Um, You know, it's one of my favorite rooms in my house. Uh, I got my Honeywood Blossom candle going. I told y'all before, you know, Target sells this candle. And I was like, if I can buy them all, I'm buying them all. So a couple of weeks ago, my youngest daughter and I took a field trip to Target. (laughs) Yes, it's a field trip (laughs) to Target. And I was like, dude. They got my candles. And she's like, why are you buying so many? (laughs) I was like, because it's hard to find them. And when I find them, it's my favorite scent. She's like, it's so flowery. You know, where's the fruity flavors? And I was like, no, this right here just just gives me vibes. (laughs) So just just it's calming for me. So I bought I'm not going to tell you how many boys. doesn't matter, right? doesn't matter. <laughs> it's what made me happy. So um, I'm sitting in here. Got the windows open and the breeze coming in, the birds chirping. And you will probably hear some cars going by. You might hear some construction that's going on down the block. And I'm okay with that because all it says to me, that's life going on around me. So I wanted, I wanted that for today. I wanted to hear all the life that's going on around me, all the living that's going on around me. I got my, got my butter blanket sitting here, but I also have this blanket. <laughs> so I have this crew. We named ourselves, right? We go back to high school. Um, one of us goes back before high school, but we go back to high school track. And every Christmas... We have this thing where we uh, we buy a gift. We buy gifts for each other. We have to stay below a certain budget, um, just because you know we've gotten older and, and make more money. Doesn't mean that you know a gift is it's not a monetary value. It's you have to dig deep and find something for each other that we would love. So um, I had gotten this blanket uh, that has all of our pictures on it. And um, we we do make it a competition. I just want to put it out there, you know, if they're listening. I won that year with this blanket. I definitely won that year with this blanket. But I got it sitting here, you know, with with my girls, my two by forever crew. Yes, we named our crew. <laughs> um, just just I, all I see is smiles. All I see is love and smiles right now in front of me, and. I need that. I need that, you know. So um, I got my plant here. I know y'all told y'all about this before, my orchid. And she is growing. When I told you before, she was growing new stems. She was just growing new stems. And I'm looking at her right now. And not only not only has she grown these stems, she grew some buds. And these buds just opened up. And I'm being dramatic when I say it, but I'm not. It's like a million new flowers. A million new petals on her right now. Just fresh, new life. 
She's living. She's living. I got some people walking out outside, and you might be able to hear them in the background. Having a conversation. Living. Their morning conversation. Just living. And I, the last couple of weeks, I have been doing a lot of soul searching. <laughs> you know, and realize I've been doing this living, right? And as wonderful as it is, sometimes it scares me. Sometimes it scares me. Because it's, it's, I guess I got so used to, I don't want to say standing still, but living, so I was never standing still. I got so used to living for others that this living for myself thing is so new and so unpredictable. It's predictable living for other people because you just... I'm a very analytical kind of individual. So I analyze your situation and I can go, okay, this is how we can make it work. And I become your support system on how to make it work. And I got from plan A to plan Z. When plan A doesn't work, I'm planning double A to double Z because I need to make sure we dot all the I's, cross all the T's. And But I've never had to really, well, I've never chosen that's the better word. I've never chosen to do that for myself. So I am a work in progress, <laughs> which is what we all should be, which is what we all should be. It's no different than life is like a career. It's your personal career. And every day you go to work, there's always something new to do. There's always some new project. You know, there's always some new problem that needs to be resolved. It's life. Your life is is your first career. And if you don't take care of that, you can't take care of anything else or anyone else. So I am learning that, you know, as strong-willed and as, you know, independent and all of those wonderful things that I might be, I never actually really did those things Maybe maybe a drop or two because my career that I'm in, I love it. So there's a drop or two of things. My house, I love it, right? But there's a drop or two things that I did in my life uh, that might have been for me. But it also benefited other, others. When I chose to change to to change careers, I um, a lot of it was. Uh, the analytical side of me saying, hey, this could work out for my children as well. Um, when I bought my house, I bought my house for my children. So my house never really felt like my house until my children moved out. So now I'm doing all these things, making all these changes. I used to buy a lot of brown furniture, dark furniture. You know, my girls are wonderful individuals, <laughs> but they were still children and they like to roughhouse from time to time and they you know, messes and fingerprints and drawing on stuff. And, oh, my God. And there's always something that needed to be cleaned. You could buy dark furniture. It hides it a little longer. <laughs> so uh, when I went to go buy my new furniture, you know, I was like, I don't have... I beelined to the dark furniture because that's what I've always been accustomed to. I was like, I don't have to do that. 
So I have like a cream colored living room set and I'm still getting used to it <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's different, but it's the first time that I bought something that was just for me, you know, and all of the things I'm doing in my life now are for me and it scares me. <laughs> it does because I'm still getting used to it. I'm still getting used to, so I'll say this. My girlfriend and I went to um, D.C. last week. Just, it was my, I had some days off. And she's like, you're not sitting in the house. You're not doing, you're not going to work. You're not doing, you're, we're going. We're going. We're going to book a hotel. We're going to jump on the train, book a hotel. And we're going to just be. So I was like, all right, well, let me plan this tour. I'm going to look up this tour. And she's like, no, when we get there, we'll decide what we're going to do. We'll just be. Just be. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my hesitation. My hesitation was exactly what I did. Like, okay. So we get out there and we... We had a blast. We planned at the only thing we planned was going to Nobu. And I I heart Nobu. I heart it. Heart it heart it so. <laughs> um the food is great, the ambiance, yes, it's a bit pricey, but it's one of the things that she's talking about to me, normalizing things in my life. Right? So in the course of that I had found I told you guys before I did this, I used to do lists. And I stopped doing the list. But in 2019, apparently, I bought this bucket list book where I was like, I'm just going to write the things down. And when I get to them, I get to them. It doesn't have to be, you know, I have to do this within this year, you know. So, but I at least remember the things that I want to do. Uh, notice I said 2019. So I put the book down. Didn't even know where I put it. It was always staring at me. I just want to put this out there. It was always, I saw, I, I saw it every day. But when I was throwing stuff in the bag um, in the morning before we were going to D.C., I saw the book and I said, hey, I noticed the book. All of a sudden, I noticed it. And I was like, I wonder, maybe I wrote this in, in my book to go to D.C., to go to Nobu. I sure did, two years ago. <laughs> so I threw the book in the bag. And the idea is that if I do one of these things with somebody... Um, the person gets to write the experience in the book. Um, and then I read it when I get home. I don't read it in front of them. I read it when I get home. So it's kind of like a, like a souvenir, you know, that I get to keep forever. Not one of those things, the magnets you don't put on your refrigerator and you get so many, you start taking some off and getting rid of it because you don't need them. I get to keep this souvenir. So... Uh, I, I also allow the person to write something in the book as well. So she wrote, for me to normalize luxury, that it is okay for me to buy something for myself or do something for myself and not feel guilty about it, simply because I'm in that mindset that, well, I can't do this because it takes away from the kids. When none of these things take away from my children anymore. And I do have the ability to, to do it. I'm just, I'm so <laughs> accustomed to being this person. 
living this other life, living my life for other people, then I'm still trying to learn how to live it for myself. I'm, so, I'm still trying to not just normalize luxury, right? But normalize okay. And I had to think about that for a little bit. I had to normalize that it's okay for me to live my life. I had to normalize that it's okay for me to buy some Sonos speakers because that's what I wanted for my house. And not go, oh my God, I could have did this with the money. I could have did that with the money. Mind you, all my bills are paid. It's okay for me to normalize just getting up and taking a day trip to D.C. to go to Nobu. It's okay. It's okay to normalize all the things that I put in my bucket list to my bucket list book to do. It's okay. It's okay to live my life. So I'm trying to learn how to normalize living my life. She asked me a question when we were having brunch. And um she said the life that you're living now, is that the life that you imagined when you were younger? She said, because I am living the life that I imagined to be living when I was a kid. And it threw me, it threw me aback for a second because I was like, <laughs> let's get ready to curse. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, I, I am living the life that I imagined as a kid. I imagined owning a house. Not a big house, I didn't want a big house. This house is just big enough for me. I imagined doing as a career what I enjoy doing. I love my job. Sometimes the company could get on my nerves a little bit, but I love my job. I love what I do. I imagine having these amazing people in my life and I have the most amazing people in my life. When uh, two days ago I got off of work and my, my sanctuary ladies, I love these women. I heart these women sent me a text and it was like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. I, I just got home from work. Well, all at the salon. You want to come over? Hair salon is two blocks from me. I was like, sure. I wasn't getting my hair done. I just, I love their vibes. So we sat in the hair salon for hours. I mean, they were working, right? <laughs> two of them were working. But, you know, the rest of us were not. And we sat there and we just, we have the most... <laughs> The most fun. <laughs> the most fun. Sitting in the salon. Because like my two by forever crew, like my cousins, like my my sanctuary girls, women, women. <laughs> I just wanna I, I just being around them feeds my soul. Doesn't matter where we are. Doesn't matter doesn't matter. I love the fact that I have people that feed my soul 
that have my back when I stumble. And I have to know I'm learning that it's okay to stumble because I have people in my life who are like, let me take my earrings off. I got you, girl. What you need? What you need? (laughs) And it's okay to go, hey, I need this. So when I didn't do last week's podcast, I had two of them who said to me um, before I decided not to do it. Um, my uh, butter blanket kindred, we were on the phone uh, and she said, if you're not there, don't do it. Don't do it. She said, one of the things that I, I'm getting out of your podcast is that, see, see life, life going on behind me. <laughs> um, one of the things I'm getting out of your podcast is that you have to be in it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling what you're saying. I'm feeling what you, I, I'm feeling that you're feeling what you're saying. So if you're not into it, I might feel that you're not feeling what you're saying. She's like, and I just don't want that. I don't want that for you. Because I also realize that this is not just about the people who are listening. This is about you. And about the journey that you're going through. And about letting go of the things in your past. uh, The things that are going on, that were going on in your life that no longer need to be there. She's like, I get it. It's, It's therapy for you. And if you are walking out feeling heavier, then don't do it. Because it is about you walking out feeling lighter feeling it's about exhaling and if you're not able to do that then don't do it she's like we can wait till next week or whenever you're ready and I was like no I got this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm going to do this and I sat and I I I recorded something but I heard it I heard what she was saying I didn't hear I, I didn't feel it I I heard that I wasn't 100% there. And so when I'm not, I'm not going to do a podcast because it's not just about you guys. It is about myself as well. I am going through uh, this journey. I am going through, it's a process for me. Uh, this letting go, this forgiveness is, is not as easy as it sounds. Uh, and I go through a lot of emotional days. I go through a lot of crying. I think I'm about to cry now. <laughs> uh, simply because it's a lot of things. It's a lot of baggage that uh, I that's probably been stuck to me like crazy glue. Um, that's uh, that I've probably absorbed into my life for so long that it's it's saying, hey, hey, hey. It's like a symbiote. It doesn't want to <laughs> detach. It's like, no, because if I detach, I won't exist by myself. And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. Then maybe you're not supposed to exist. So it's still, I'm, I'm still purging. And then there are a lot of people. There are some, I don't want to say a lot. There are some people 
who are in your life, unfortunately, who might be a part of your life in some way, shape, or form, who don't want to see you happy, who don't want to see you let things go because they feed off of that energy. They're that symbiote that has been living in you for so long, and they know they've been living in you for so long, and they don't want... (laughs) They, they don't want you to expunge them. They don't want you to let them go. They want to be a part of that, that thing that keeps you from saying it's okay to live life. So you have to learn that that's them. That's them. There's nothing you can do about that. That is how they live their lives. And you have to say, it's okay for me to not live my life that way, though. It's okay for me to live my life this way. It is okay to <laughs> take us to rip apart. I was getting ready to curse again. <laughs> I am going through a very emotional time right now. And, um,. <sighs> It is okay to go, I'm going to give you your symbiote back. I know I've been living with with it for so long. And I know that I gave off the impression that I was okay with that. That I was okay with you making me feel like this was all I was worth. But I'm going to give that back to you. Because I don't need it. So a couple of weeks ago, um, my mom, I think I told you guys, my mom had dropped by to visit. It's when I threw my back out, right? (laughs) And um, we had the most amazing conversation. My mom and I have, uh, we've had a very interesting relationship. And sadly, a lot of it was lack of communication. Serious lack of communication. A lot of it was another person's symbiote that wasn't just living in me but living in her living in her as well and we um <sighs> we sat down and we talked about it finally a lot went on in my childhood um i told you guys i didn't have uh the most what do you what do you want to call it? I didn't have a <laughs> very good relationship with my biological father. Uh he was abusive. And um a lot of the abuse we never talked about. My family just never talked about. And including myself and my mom. And I it made me a very angry young lady. A very angry individual. Um, So. (laughs) So um, at some point. A couple of years ago. I um, we sat down as a family. um, On my father's side. And we talked about it. Because I got tired of holding on to everyone else's baggage. I got tired of. 
trying to make everyone else feel better at my expense. So I realized, I said, you know what? I need to give, I need to extend forgiveness. Uh, And in his mind, that meant we were going to resume this father-daughter relationship. And I said to him, no, I forgive you, but I do not want a relationship with you. We don't have one. I have a father who was always there for me, who was always, <sighs> who was always teaching me, what does it net you? The things that you do in life, what does it net you? I have a father. So I guess my biological decided he was going to go into overdrive and reached out to my mom a little bit, uh, a couple of months ago, maybe, and said some things to her some very hurtful things to her. And um, she came to me when we, when she came to visit, it wasn't the intention to talk about it. It came up and um, we sat down and talked like we actually had a talk, talk and something we probably should have done a long time ago. But I don't think we were able to do it a long time ago. We weren't in a space to do it a long time ago. And, you know, that the symbiote that lived in her and in me it was the same one. You know, that when we would get together, would rear its ugly head. And her and I just couldn't, we would just bump heads. We just couldn't, we just was, we just couldn't be on the same track. You know, um, so... We, we talked, like talked. And I realized how much hurt um, my mother was going through. And some of the hurt I, I did because I was so angry. Because I just felt alone in life. This is why my kindreds are so important to me. Because they, uh... I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of people in my life who um, who I can be this vulnerable with, right? But this is why they're so important to me because I don't feel alone. I had my cousins when I was growing up and I didn't feel alone with them. You know, I've always felt like, well, we're family, so you're supposed to be there, right? <laughs> you know, um... But I now have, and again, it was only a few cousins, but my cousins had friends, you know, so it was like I hung out with their friends and I'm like, you know, I wish I had that. I wish I had the people in in my life that they have in theirs. And fast forward now, I wish I, I wished I had the mom in my life that they have in theirs. And I always had her. We just had a lot of miscommunication. We had these symbiotes in our and living in us that just would not allow us to have this communication that we had that day. And it's funny to me because I find myself talking to her like every other day, you know, just checking in. I'll go, hey, woman, I didn't hear from you. You know, I haven't heard from you in like a day. Like, what's going on? You know, you're not supposed to just do a check-in. And she's bugging because she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to because she got so accustomed to 
I would let like months, I'm sad, it's sad to say months go by. I would send her a text. She'll call me and I just wouldn't answer. You know, um, I just didn't answer. And it's sad for, it's, I, it saddens me to say that out loud. You know, I'll send her a text and say, hey, I'm running around doing X, Y, and Z. What's going on? You know, um, it's because I didn't want to fight with her. You know, I felt like it was the best way for us to have our relationship. Not realizing she had a lot of pain. She had just as much pain in her as I had in me. And we just never discussed it. So it's, it's a lot for me. You know, when my kindred asked me, are you living the life that you wanted to live as a child? And um, are you living that life now? And I guess I just never thought that I would ever live this life. I actually never thought it was possible to live this life for me, right? For others... I, you know, you tell me what life you want to live and I'm going to help you make it happen simply because uh, I'm like, I know it's not going to happen for me. I just want it to happen for others, though. I want to know that it happens. I want to know that it's possible. It's just not possible for me. Um, so it was, uh, it's, it's crazy. I have a partner in my life who I love dearly. I love him dearly you know um, and we go through things everybody goes through things life isn't perfect relationships are never perfect but it's what's perfect for you what's what's imperfectly perfect (laughs) for you and (laughs) I just never thought that I would have this much love in me because I carried around a symbiote that just wouldn't allow that you know that would always say to me hey no 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 that that person's gonna do this to you and then then this is they're gonna do that and don't trust that don't 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 make that leap don't do this don't 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 and don't um it's like (laughs) The same kindred who asked me, who went to D.C. with me, who asked me the question about my life a couple of years ago, asked me to write a list, said, um, what are the things that you you want? You know, and I instantly wrote what I don't want. Well, I don't want this and I don't want that. I don't want this. And she's like, OK, that's, that's great. What are the list or whatever? And she says, now cha- find a way to change all of those don'ts to do's because I asked you to write me a list of what you want so write take all those things of what I don't want and change every line item to what you do want figure out how to change that don't change the 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 item just figure out how to change the don't to do so I felt like I failed the project. <laughs> I was like, I thought I gave her what it is she wanted. <laughs> but I didn't fail the project because everything is a process. Everything is in steps. So you have to do it 
in in the the way that's comfortable for you and that's what was comfortable for me that first step and now you know i have a bucket list book <laughs> of the things that i do want to do so i speak in do's now and not don'ts but i had to learn to normalize okay that it's okay for me to speak in do's and it's okay for me to have these amazing people in my life, amazing people. And it's okay to be vulnerable with these people. It's okay (laughs) to call my dad father in front of my family because I'll still call him uncle in front of them because I don't want anybody to feel some type of way. Yet, I... (laughs) And feeling some type of way. Because he's not my uncle. He's my dad. The other day he was talking. And uh, we were telling the story. Cracking a joke. Blinking eyes and something. Because this is what we do. Right. And um, he says. Uh, oh he's into pickleball. And he sent me this pickleball video. That this couple made. And I was like you two should make. A pickleball video. And he was like. No, I'm not doing that. I said, yeah. He's like, I might get a million hits. I was like, right. He's like, might be on Ellen's show. And I was like, right. And he goes, and then when they asked me, when Ellen asked me, you know, why did you do this? And I'm going to go, my daughter told me to do this. And I got stuck. We were still going on with the joke, but I stopped. And all I heard him say was, my daughter told me to do this. I just want to be his daughter. I want to be my mom's daughter. And I have that. I have that. I'm living this life that (laughs) I dreamt about living. And it scares me sometimes because it's unpredictable. But I love it. I love it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I am going to end this because (laughs) I am an emotional wreck right now. So (laughs) I am going to end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, my lovelies, aspire to inspire.